They shifted back then, too. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 37 of the Sportscaster Dan podcast. I am Dan Lavallo. Well, for the last few years now, we've heard a lot about the shift and witnessed a lot about the shift in Major League Baseball. And it also happened in Minor League Baseball to the point where they changed the rules. We'll get to that in just a moment. But there is talk that you will see the rules that have been implemented in the minor leagues implemented in the major leagues next season, 2023. Commissioner Rob Manfred hinted at that in a wide-ranging news conference after the owners' meeting in New York City last week. But they've always shifted. I mean, they shifted on Lou Boudreau. They shifted on Ted Williams. And even, what, 54 years ago, they were shifting. As we go back to this game that I happened to stumble across on YouTube, between the New York Yankees and the Chicago White Sox, a 1968 game, June 11th, Yankee Stadium. This was after the Yankees dynasty. Yankees were in seventh place, 10 games out. The White Sox were in the cellar. Joel Horland was pitching for the Chicago White Sox. Fred Talbot was pitching for the New York Yankees, just to give you an idea. Jerry Coleman, one of the Yankees broadcasters, was at the mic for the radio broadcast and listen to Coleman describe the White Sox shift with a past his prime Mickey Mantle at the plate. Mickey Mantle coming on. Mickey, seven home runs, 18 RBIs, a 2.30 batting average. Mantle batting from the left side as is Clark White and Treshwell too, all switch hitters. Mickey deep in the box. Waiting, Borland into the windup. The overshift is on, and Mickey takes inside, ball one. This is one of the few clubs that still holds an overshift on Mantle when he bats from the left side. After his show, about 20 feet to the right of second. He's on the second base side, and Cullen back on the grass about 10 feet deep. Guarding the line is Tommy McCraw at first as Mantle takes a curve for strike one. One ball, one strike, two outs. In a spot like this a few years ago, Mantle would have laid a bunt down and walked to first base as McCraw has now stepped back in the grass at first. On the ground, Louis is right there. The overshift works. He fires the Tom McCraw on the side is retired. That was in the first inning, Mantle batting. Second inning, leadoff hitter Joe Pepitone. Here's Coleman again. Now an overshift for Pepitone with Horland on the mound. Aparicio to the right of second. He played Mantle beautifully on the last overshift and made the play. There's a curve that's right in there to Pepe. He turns to Springstead and gives him that look. <laughs> Pepitone never says much. He just turned around and looked at Springstead as if to say, well, there's a ground ball. Aparicio up with this one in front of Cullen. Fires the first, and he got him. Louie almost behind first base made the play. That's how far he moved. Another one, 6-3, and yet uh, both of those plays by Mantle and Pepitone were made well on the right side of second base. This one almost behind first. Louie went a long way. It wasn't hit too hard, and he went right in front of Cullen to pick it off. It's interesting because... Later in that inning, Coleman was talking about how 
The batting averages in 1968 were the subject of conversation because they were so low. What was baseball going to do? He speculated that with expansion in 1969, the averages would go up. Of course, baseball did make some changes. They lowered the pitcher's mound. And it was all designed to increase the offense. But there was no conversation of outlawing the shift, as we see now at the minor league level. And I broadcast Hartford Yard Goats games for the last few years. And now they have implemented this new rule whereby you can only have two infielders to the right of second base and two infielders to the left of second base. And when the pitch is delivered, they cannot be on the outfield grass. In other words, their heels cannot be on the outfield grass. They must be on the infield dirt. And there is this, this, this uh, not only conversation, but expectation that this shift rule will be adopted in the 2023 season for Major League Baseball. Now, has there been that much of a difference at the minor league level? I don't see it. They're still shifting. I mean, when you've got a left-handed pull hitter, this is minor leagues now. You've got a left-handed pull hitter. The first baseman, with nobody on base, is shading near the line. The second baseman is playing in the hole. The shortstop is as close as he can be to second base while being on the left side of the infield. And the third baseman is almost playing in the shortstop's position. So they're still shifting. Now, there are no infielders in the outfield, as we see a lot of now. And as you heard Coleman describe, when the White Sox were shifting on Mantle and Pepitone, the second baseman was playing the outfield, as they do now. My point is, this is nothing new. They did it in 1968. They did it way before 1968. Did they do it on every hitter? No, but they did it on Mantle. They did it on Pepitone. Eddie Stanky was the manager of the Chicago White Sox, and he was shifting to his heart's content. And this was before they had analytics and the computer data that exists today. So what's going to happen? I think you are going to see the shift will be outlawed. But don't make this sound, and I'm sure there are some who will attempt to do this, don't make this sound as if this has just happened recently, that it happened with Joe Madden when he was managing at Tampa Bay, and then we got into the the 2010s, and by the time it was 2017, every team was shifting don't make it appear as if that is the case because they've been doing it for a long time as evidenced by that play-by-play from Jerry Coleman of the Yankees-White Sox game back on June 11th, 1968. But be prepared for the shift to be outlawed. It's going to happen. That's going to do it for the Sportscaster Dan Podcast. You can subscribe or follow the podcast. We are in all of the major podcast directories You can also go to www.sportscasterdan.com to subscribe to my newsletter. And be sure to include the www. in front of the URL or make it a part of the URL because it is a Substack-provided newsletter as I send one out each week just offering my, my, my thoughts on what's going on in the world of sports. And again, thanks for listening to the Sportscaster Dan Podcast.